0: to another episode of the Keeping the G podcast. Y'all already know who it is. I'm your host, G-Baby. And today we are going to talk about, you know, the fallout from All Out, you know, specifically more AEW. You know, we did a, we talked about Clash of the Castle earlier. You know, I just think it was a great weekend, actually, for just the entire show. Like, the entire professional wrestling like, industry, community, like, just wrestling as a whole it was a great weekend, but unfortunately, some crazy aftermath happened. I just want to give my thoughts on it. You know, I, I, I wanted to wait until the news had come out. I, did, I wanted to do a reactionary, but I knew I would probably have to come back and do another one talking about, you know, the more news that came out. So, I decided to wait a couple days, and I decided to wait till Dynamite. So that's what we're going to talk about. So before we get into it, if you guys are watching on YouTube right now, like the video, comment, subscribe, Um, you know, do all those things. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Y'all see it below. Keeping it G underscore podcast. Um, You know, you can follow my personal one at underscore G dot baby 22. That's where, you know, that's where I really post all my reactionary videos and stuff like that. So, you know, y'all go tap into those pages. But again, appreciate y'all for tuning in, like, comment, subscribe. So, let's get into this. So, obviously, after All Out, if you guys don't know, most of y'all should, but in case you don't. After All Out, CM Punk got on that little media scrum and just started going off. Went off on Colt Cabana, went off on The Young Bucks, went off on Hangman Adam Page and all that. And so, my first thought to CM Punk doing all that is, okay. Like, we knew when he came out and called out Hangman Adam Page, like, unscripted, it was kind of like... You know, like what's going on? Like that's that's a little weird, but I guess whatever Hangman Adam Page said in that promo was just—I guess it really triggered him because he, you know, he held a grudge this long and ain't gotten over it. So he goes off calling, you know, the EVPs, you know, they couldn't mag and the target and all that. So I guess after CM Punk left the media screen. Fight ensued backstage with him and his trainer, A Steel, um, the Elite, Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and all that. And so we get to Dynamite today. And first things first off the show. Tony Khan says that the World Heavyweight Championship and the Trios Championship have been vacated. Now, they they said they're going to, you know, they crown new ones in... We're gonna do a tournament, but I'll get to that in a second. So I wanna walk y'all through basically how I felt seeing Tony Khan like do this announcement and what had happened in the days previous. So I watched the Media Scrum not too long after it happened. Um I didn't watch it like directly, but I I pretty much caught it because I was up that night, so I pretty much caught it not too long after. Um my first thing. Because I know most of the reactions that I've seen is, all oh, CM Punk is doing this. That's who CM Punk is, yada, yada, yada. My biggest thing was I was watching Tony Khan and I'm like, bro, why are you just letting this happen? Like, he legit sat there and didn't say a word almost. Like, was just letting CM Punk go off. Like, I'm sorry. I get CM Punk is a star and I get he's, you know, you probably love him. You know, we all you know, you a WWE fan and stuff. So, you probably just love CM Punk and, you know, he your world champion. You cannot let your world champion just go off in a media scrum, airing out dirty laundry for the rest of the world to see. You just can't let that happen. Like, you should have deaded that. Like, after, you know, at first you're kind of like, mm, maybe, but what? Like, you should have deaded that after a while. You know what I mean? Because maybe, obviously, it's not like he knew he was about to do that. So, maybe you were just like, uh, what's going on? But after that, should have been deaded. Like, either cut the press conference short or whatever you got to do, but you need to dead that. So, that's what I was looking at because he just let him go off. I think the whole, I think his whole time there was like 23 minutes. He just let him go off the entire time. Not once did he, you know, stop. So, that was the first annoying thing. Now. I know all parties involved were wrong. Everybody's in the wrong here as far as I'm concerned. Like, that's how I felt. Everybody was in the wrong. So, I, but again, I was more upset with Tony. And then we get to Dynamite. And he's, everybody gets punished. And for me, I think this was the best decision for Tony Khan to make. Because, one, CM Punk... Just can't be talking willy-nilly. Especially because they're EVPs. And I'll get on to them being EVPs in a second. But especially because they're EVPs. Especially because of that. That should not be allowed to happen. Like. They technically have a power or position. Like I'm not saying they're the. They're like technically CM Punk's boss. But they're technically EVPs. Like. Can't do that for one. They're also EVPs as well though. So they need to re- remain professional. Like, I know there's mixed reports about whatever happened, like how the fight got started. But the way everything was handled, let's just say every single report that came out was true. Let's just say everything happened, right? The way they handled it was completely unacceptable. Especially if you're going to have the title of EVP. That's how I feel. So, but Tony Khan did the right thing. And one thing I was worried about i felt this however he handled this was going to determine AEW's future not saying they were going to go out of business but the way tony khan was going to handle this was going to determine whether or not aew would continue being a legit you know top-notch promotion like nobody's going to overtake wwe but they could be a legit top-notch or if they were just going to fall by the wayside That Tony Tony Khan handling this was going to determine everything. Because if he would have just let it slide and all that, everybody, that would have been the ultimate downfall of AEW. Because then people would start questioning, well, what type of company are you trying to run? Is this legit? Are you just going to let people do whatever they want? That's not how a company is ran. Because I don't want to get too much into the WWE comparisons. But never in life would WWE allow that to happen. On live TV for 20 or live coverage for 23 minutes. They would have been dead in that. They would have been said, not wrap it up. Nope, no more. Done. So I'm glad, even though it wasn't handled perfectly. I think Tony Khan made the absolute best decision for him, for his company, for the people involved. And that lets people know, look, I suspended our top champion, even though he was going to be hurt. I think he would have been suspended regardless, hurt or not. So I suspended our top champion and our newly crowned trios champions slash EVPs who just so happen to be Kenny Omega, who you could argue was the top wrestling star for AEW and the Young Bucks who are the top tag team in AEW. Not by like they are just because they're not the champions don't mean they're not the top tag. They are the top tag team in AEW. That division was built. (laughs) On the backs of the Young Bucks, at least to start out, at least when it first started. So Tony Khan and I and I said in other TikToks and videos that I made, I was disappointed with him at first, but I, I will walk it back because I think he handled it the greatest way. Now, second thing I want to talk about. I've been seeing a lot of reactions saying that a lot of people, I guess, didn't know that the Young Bucks were EVPs. And Kenny Omega were EVPs. So I guess my thing was they've been EVPs since day one, since Cody Rhodes was there. So they were like, why are you guys winning titles? You guys are EVPs. I'm like, I mean, it wasn't a problem before. And mind you, like, I would have understood if this was a problem, like coming out the gate, but remember the first tag team title tournament they had, the Young Bucks lost in the first round. They put people over before they won. The Young Bucks lost to the private party, I think it was. Like, that's how private party got they Like, like they established, hey, look, private party, boom. Like, the Young Bucks didn't... The Young Bucks and Kenny didn't come out the gate winning. They didn't come out the gate, you know, uh, the winning championships. You know what I mean? Like, they were putting people over. They, They didn't come out the gate winning. So, like, for me, it's not like they're... It's not like they're booking their own matches or, you know, saying, oh, put the titles on us, put the titles on us. Like, they're not. Like, I think if anything, I think the EVP that probably you could argue that had a little bit more. Like, even then, like, you can maybe argue Cody when he was EVP because I don't think he needed the TNT title three times. But even Cody himself was like, I'm never going to challenge for the world championship and didn't. Like that was a Cody thing, (laughs) like, like so. They being in power really doesn't bother me. Like even then, they don't even really have that much power. But the little power they do have, I don't think that matters that much because that's not like they're on some Charlotte type of timing. I said this in another video. It's not like they're like Charlotte winning title after title after title after title after title. Like no, they had their long runs. They established. You know, because they're they're one of they're easily you could have said the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega were the top stars in AEW at one point in their respective divisions. You could still argue that now. So yeah, if you're top star, you're eventually going to like that's just how it works. If you are a top star, you're eventually going to get a title put on your put on your waist. You know what I mean? Especially for AEW starting out they are arguably one of the best performers in their respective divisions they're going to put on the best matches consistently so them being them being evps doesn't bother me at all like i don't i guess i guess it's really a big deal because a lot of people didn't know and i thought this was common knowledge since they announced the company because i mean the the name of the company is all elite wrestling They've been calling themselves the elite for the longest time. Like, it's all elite wrestling. It's called that because of them. So, it's not crazy. You know what I mean? Like, at least for me, at least. Like, again, if people didn't know and they're barely finding out now, yeah, it makes sense because, oh, you just won the trios, titles, and you're EVPs. That's a conflict of interest. I think if there was going to be a conflict of interest, this would have been happening a long time ago. Like, I don't remember how long specifically the Young Bucks were in the company before they won the tag team titles. But, like, it had been a minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that that's just how I feel. So, I just want to say that. But, overall, the fact, I mean, CM Punk might be done with the company. And I don't know how that's going to affect people, but he might be done. And if he is... That's real tough. Like I'm not gonna lie, I was one of the guys that was excited for CM Punk. I didn't really trust like WWE saying he had all these problems and stuff, because it's WWE. Like especially at the time, like nah, they was everything CM Punk was saying was justified. They were making terrible creative decisions. They were pushing guys much harder than they needed to. There was other guys that should have get pushed that didn't. And then especially in more recent times, they were releasing great great talent up down left right and center because vince didn't know what to do with it you know so a lot of that stuff was saying was right but then i think it's a problem when cm punk goes to a company that literally is doing the opposite of what you guys are saying. well at least more often than not so in the opposite of w they are a lot more consistent with storylines they kind of suck with pushing talent nowadays because ever since i would say all out last year when everybody debuted up in the sun, it was like, okay, maybe they stopped paying attention to the homegrown talent a little more. And AEW still has problems, but it was, it was you could pretty much say, without a doubt, it was better than what Vince McMahon was putting out there. But CM Punk, like, now there's still problems. Like, granted, the people he's got beef with, like Eddie Kingston and like guys like that, I'm not really going to put too much stock because they don't like each other, so it is what it is. But, like... It's not just him. It's not. And if the problems keep following you. I always say all the time like. If everywhere you go. Somebody has a problem. With you and it's the same thing. It's the same problem like. Not everybody's going to like you, but if you keep having these problems. Sometimes it might be you like you might be the problem. It might not be everybody else. If everybody in the world is telling you two plus two is four, and you keep saying two plus two is five, you can't go then around saying, "Oh, well, everybody just keeps getting it wrong." You know what I mean? Like, so it's it's tough for CM Punk. I mean, he's only been out of the year. If he's already over it, this this might be the end of CM Punk's career. Like, who's gonna take him? Who? I mean, if he even still wants to do this, like, he might be over it. He might be like, "Ah, professional wrestling, I'm over it." But he said he loves his place. He says he's he, you know, he loves it. He just hated where he worked. If if, I mean, I don't think he's, I personally don't think he's going to get fired. I think he's just going to be suspended, and then he's hurt, so he's got to take time off. But if he is done, like, how are we gonna look at his career? Like we're gonna look at the moments for sure. You know, Summer of Punk of 2011 should have been him. You know, the Pipe Bomb, Chicago, WWE. Like, he's going to have those moments. Those are going to live forever. But I think as far as how we look at CM Punk, like, if CM Punk leaves wrestling again, we're not going to hear for seven years people chaining CM Punk at shows and and at uh, events and stuff. Like, that. it's not going to be the same. It's just going to be like, wow, that was such a disappointing comeback. Had a lot of promise to start, but it was so disappointing. And injuries do play a part in that as well, but if and when CM Punk comes back, I don't know if he's going to get, he'll get the pop, but will he be coming back as a, as like a hero? Like, oh, like we needed you. Like I felt there was a time people felt like they needed CM Punk in wrestling. Now, maybe not. Now, maybe not. And we don't know. We don't know. You know, because, like, you are the crossroads between CM Punk, who, out of all the wrestling companies he could have went to, decided to go to yours. He's a big star, draws and all that. You also got your EVPs who have been there since the jump. So, what do you do? It's a tough situation to be in. It's a tough situation to be in, so... We'll see what happens. We'll see how everything plays out. But that's just my reaction to it all. Um, shout out to Death Triangle being the World Trios champions. I think they're going to be great. Shout out this new tournament. I hope we get Moxley versus Brian Danielson in the finals. I would love to see this as far as like back pull, calm, like hub. But nevertheless, we will see what happens. So thank y'all for tuning in to Keeping It G. I've been your host, G-Baby. We will catch y'all next time.